Welcome, Whovians. This is Woke Doctor Who. This podcast is about race and representation in Doctor Who. If that's not where you're here, bye. But if you are here for passionate discussions about race, gender, sexual orientation, etc., then allons-y. If your kids are any younger than kind of teenaged, this is probably not the place for them. We're not promising to be tame in the future, you guys. Okay, so this is at least a PG-13 podcast. (laughs) At least. This is Eugenia and Toya, and welcome to Woke Doctor Who. So it's been a it's been a little while since we've yeah. uh, we've been able to do this, and it just so happens that we are recording. Well, we're we're specifically recording today just so we can record and yes. then watch the new episode. Yes, the premiere of Jodie Whittaker is our brand new doctor, the first woman doctor in history. Yes. You knew we weren't going to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we haven't seen the episode yet at this point. So we are going to set the scene mm. for where we are at uh, you know, where we're at yeah. personally a little bit, yeah. society a little <laughs> bit, just a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. And, um, you know, just just to prepare you in case we're like crying sobbing messes yeah. afterwards, because <laughs> there's a very good chance we will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So where are we really um, as we go into this first episode of Jodie Whittaker's reign as the doctor? Um, hmm. where I am with the Hooniverse, let's start there. <laughs> um, coming off of uh, Moffat's final season, I have to say that if I had to give one word to where I am with the Hooniverse, it is I'm exhausted. Um, I feel like I am both mentally and emotionally exhausted after the end of last season. And of course, you guys have heard we did an entire episode on what we thought of the last season. Um, we told you particularly what we thought of the end of Bill's arc as companion. And I don't want to rehash yeah. all of that because no, that would really have a sobbing so we're right. not going to rehash all of that but if you have not heard that episode please do listen to it um, to kind of inform you as to why I feel the way I do I as a black woman am really feeling kind of the strain of how it all ended um, but as a Whovian, as a lifelong nerd, as a believer in change, <laughs> I am greatly hoping that this season with Jody as our doctor and with Chris Chibnall as our new showrunner, there is going to be some massive change put into place in the Hooniverse. I'm really looking forward to seeing what it's like to have an entire team of companions um, made up of so many different types of people. I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited to see what, um, feminine energy will give to the doctor and how Jody will play the doctor. I'm really excited about it. And so, I am going to say that I am cautiously optimistic (laughs) about the episode, having not seen it yet. Yeah. And I think that 
you know, everything that you mentioned, you can even expand on that and say that, you know, overall, we as a culture, we as a society, I think a lot of us are exhausted um, (laughs) for many, many reasons, you know, and so um, it's, it's funny how much we're seeing um, our media really Mm -hmm. like pushing us along, you know, and, and kind of being the things that we hope it would be mm-hmm. even as and maybe even especially because our society around us seems to just be this absolute oppressive force yeah. you know going to hell in a handbasket yeah much. absolutely <laughs> yeah. and like you know the example i was giving before like i finally saw wrinkle in time mm. which growing up had been my favorite book and i you know mental health wise i'm already not doing that great yeah. but you know this <laughs> seeing all of these women of color on screen like whether they were starring in the movie Mm. or they were just you know extras was so moving to me i was completely overwhelmed yeah and so um you know I think it's funny because like a lot of people will sit here and be like, well, you know, you guys are just doing this podcast about this TV show. It's mm. like, you know, it's not really that big a deal. I'm like, no, it is. No, it is. Because <laughs> this is kind of all we have right now. Yeah, it really is. It It is. It can be a spot of brightness for those of us who are really finding it hard <laughs> to make it through right now. I'm hoping that that's what it will be because it used to be that for me in the past and yeah. it was not um, this last season. And so I'm hoping that it will again be a bright spot in the universe for those of us who really need it. And yeah, I, you know, <laughs> Eugenia and I were talking before we started recording yesterday, we both had sobbing days. And so <laughs> we're kind of on the edge. So if <laughs> When you hear us after we've watched the episode, if there are hitches in our voice, it is because sobbing day two has begun. (laughs) (laughs) And we're hoping that the crying will be the good kind. Um, I really, I really believe it will be like I have my fingers crossed. I'm super excited about it. Um, And I'm hoping that when we come back to tell you our impressions of the episode, it will be, yes, you guys, it was so good. Yes. (laughs) And not womp womp, what was that? (laughs) I have, I have, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful too. Yeah, I I really, I really am excited about it. Just from watching um, even the interviews with the cast over the summer and, you know, as we're building up to it, I've been so pleased um, with the the rapport they seem to have with each other. I've really liked everything I've heard from them. I've liked what I've heard of Jody's um, direction for the doctor. It seems like it'll be much lighter and more fun um, than Capaldi's version. And that's no shade to him because I enjoy him as an actor and actually really liked what he did with the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's time. It's time for a lack of grump. It's yeah. time for joy. It's time for fun. It's time for lightness. It's time for best friends. It's time for best friends, Ooh. right? It's time to see the doctor with the family again. Yes. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and may it be as we hope it will be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And with that, um, we will be back. We will be back. We're going to go watch the episode, you guys. Yes. And then we'll be back. Yes. 
Lisa, we are back. We are back, and we have seen the episode. We have, and we've picked up another uh, another companion. We have a companion <laughs> on uh, on this podcast. Companion, introduce yourself. Hi. <laughs> no, you actually have to say who you are. Oh, I'm Sarai. <laughs> <laughs> Woke Doctor Hooniverse. Please meet Sarai, the kid that I speak about all of the time. <laughs> she watched the premiere episode with us. So if you hear an additional voice, uh, it is her. She will be, I guess, chiming in with her thoughts every now and then. She she has watched. That giggle is also hers. <laughs> Sounds close to her mother's. <laughs> all right. So. So. Okay. So we, we have thoughts. We do have thoughts. Um. As yeah. always. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course we have thoughts. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> that is why we have a podcast. Okay. And obviously you care enough about our thoughts to actually keep listening. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? All right. All right, Eugenia, go. Okay. So um, my initial thoughts. Um, okay. Do we want to talk about that whole episode, the companions or the doctor first? I say give your overall impression of the episode. Okay. First. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the like the pacing and like mm-hmm. the editing of the show. Because okay. this is something that, you know, like even sometimes when I go back and watch like old episodes that I loved, mm-hmm. sometimes the pacing feels off, you okay. know, and like. You know, it, it's just very interesting um, how much because I guess Moffat worked so much on um, uh, RTD's run, like mm-hmm. he wrote and yeah. directed episodes. Um, there's a there were moments with Moffat that it didn't feel that different than okay. what RTD yes. J yeah R- RTD right RTD Davies. RD RDJ yes. is Robert RD- Downey Jr. Yeah, okay, R- got it. <laughs> Russell T Davies. <laughs> Russell T Davies. Um, but you know. I I really I was really excited to see like with Chibnall coming in now yeah. how it really how it felt different. like a yeah. new show you know yeah. and it it feels still feels like Doctor Who mm-hmm. but it's it feels like you know a yes. new show like some of the jump cuts that were happening that were really really great mm-hmm. um it just feels like a new showrunner and it really feels like he he made his mm-hmm. his mark which I love I, the beginning of it felt very broad church to me yes i am a lover of broad church Same. so i have seen i even watched the abysmal u.s uh produced grace point which i had not even known existed until like last week yeah i absolutely watched it because tenant all the time tenant anywhere yes. um so the beginning of it did feel very broad church if broad church had not been about you know everything sad that has yeah. ever happened in the universe instead of sadness yes. we have aliens yes exactly <laughs> but it it did feel very similar in that everybody was somehow related to everybody else like everybody knew everybody um a very kind of small town all of our lives overlap mm-hmm. feel which i really liked i really liked that um, the TARDIS team was already a group of people who knew each other before they wound up with the doctor. Yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah. love that because um, I think we were talking about this that we weren't expecting when we saw that Yaz was a cop, mm-hmm. we weren't expecting that she and Ryan would know each other, but yeah. they went to the same elementary school. Right, yeah. Um, and clearly um, both uh, Nan... <laughs> and Graham um, yes. are a part of the community since right. Graham is a, a bus driver yes. and Nan is a nurse, you yes. know? And so like everyone that's there 
knows everyone else. Mm -hmm. And that is really, really great Mm because we didn't see that. And we didn't see, uh, like, we didn't see that with the previous seasons except for, um, well, we did see that a little bit with Amy. Yeah, with Amy and Rory. Yeah, Yeah, which I really loved. I love that aspect of that first episode. But then also, I really loved that they put a really big Sheffield stamp on it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about Sheffield, but it seems like, you know, it seems it reminds me a little bit of Pittsburgh from what I can ah, tell. Yeah. Because like okay. especially they said Sheffield Steel, you yes, know, and yeah, so like yeah, yeah, yeah. they really set the Yeah, the so scene. blue collar, a blue collar town. Yeah. 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 And it I believe that their main main like export is steel, steel. Yeah. Or some sort of metal works. And so I love the idea that it's not only like because you know, the the towns that we've seen before have been like Cardiff. Well, mm-hmm. we're seeing the tourist part of Card- Cardiff clearly because mm-hmm. we're seeing like the wharf and yes. th- any wharf anywhere is always usually going to be a tourist part of right. town. Right. Um. And so yeah. Um. When it comes down to it, I really love that he that Chibnall s- decided to spotlight that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It it is really cool to have kind of a, mm-hmm. a more small town. Uh, working class feel like these are folks who are just going about their daily business and happen to run into a big old alien. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that was, that was very, very cool. I really loved that um, from the very beginning, the spotlight was a family, Mm -hmm. you know, that there was Ryan and his Nan and Graham. Um, I love the idea that Ryan and Graham will now spend the rest of this season developing the relationship that his nan was hoping they would have developed um, beforehand. Um, So there's something beautiful about that, but also something really bittersweet that it would have had to take this um, to force them to have a closer relationship. But isn't that kind of how life works? Right. right? And it's, it's sad and frustrating that, um, you know, I, I mentioned right before we started mm. recording again that the entire time throughout the whole episode, I was stealing myself. Yeah. I was readying myself, trying to prepare myself for Nan to be the sacrificial limb because we know yeah. that she doesn't end up with the TARDIS team. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for it. And I was really hoping <laughs> up until like the last, the last minute, minute. Yep. that it was not going to be the case that Nan was just maybe, maybe twisted her ankle and be like, ah, eh, you know, I'm yep. fine, you know, or something yeah. like that. Like I was, really hoping that would be I was the case. hoping there was going to be like a, a shocker like oh we didn't know that this lady was also part of the target right state. right or something um or yeah or that there was a reason why she would have stayed right. behind and that she told like she thought to herself this will be the thing that will make them have a better relationship. I'll send them right, off together. Right. Or like um, she would, be, and you know, I was sitting there even picturing it in my mind that she would be like Wilf was, yes. you know, like sitting there watching them in the telescope. Yes. And like, hey. But everything we saw about Nan is that she kind of lived life to the fullest. Yeah, she did. And so she would have wanted to go. Yes, with them. Yeah, she absolutely. would have. And so that was definitely like, th- the more I watched it, the more I was like, oh, no yeah i just didn't like the idea of we see a black woman <sighs> and then she dies of course of course the black woman is the person who dies well and the thing i don't like about it too is that okay so now like ryan will call graham granddad but i, I don't like the idea that she's the device yeah by which yeah. that happened her death a black yeah. woman's death like that's mm. it just it looks so bad again like i i get it i understand the story but it looks so bad 
that the black woman dies in order to further the relationship between the black man and the white man. Yeah. <laughs> like it just yeah, it's um, uh, stop using black women as plot devices, y'all. Yeah, like stop, don't. stop, stop, <laughs> stop, stop burning us um, in order to bring light to everybody else. Right? Like, really, it, it's old. It's old. Yeah. So we're gonna say now, Chris Chibnall. I know this is your first yeah. episode, but don't you do that owe again. us. You owe us. <laughs> I'm Don't sorry, you again. owe yes. us. I have my eye on you now. This show, yep. this show owes us now. Yep. And well, <laughs> they they already owe us after last yes. season. They've um, been owing but us. But yes, this now, Chris Chibnall. Um, and overall, I really love the episode. Yes. Let it be known. Yes. Okay? So, overall, I really love the episode. But that is a complete uh, mark in your negative column. Mm-hmm. And I will be watching to see how you erase that mark because <laughs> I am more than a little irritated about the loss of Nan. Yes. Um, having said that, though, impressions of the episode, it was wonderful, it y'all. Was. It yes. really was. I cried my yeah, eyes I out. I cried. I definitely yeah. cried. Um, After Nan. Yeah, I started to tear up. Actually, I don't remember what at what part, but I think... One of the things with Ryan, oh yeah, oh yeah, and any any of the doctors like speeches, yes. When we'll get to that, yes. But, like I think even in the first scene with Ryan, I was already starting to tear up. Yep, because you know the thing that I really loved about it was that, and this was even before we knew that Ryan is a person with a disability, right? Which you know is really finally we're seeing yes, something on that the show. That was so and wonderful. He's he's one of the protagonists, exactly with the disability. So I was like, yes, really they're covering they're yes. covering so many types of yes. people. Yeah, I love that. And then, but in the first scene, um, I think the thing that sort of made me tear up and choke up a little bit in that mm. first scene was the idea that the show is already allowing this black man to own his emotions mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know that you can see him get frustrated you can see him throw his yes. bike into a tree off a cliff <laughs> <laughs> but you're not sitting there going well he must be black yeah, you know yeah. I, like there's no judgment on that and that's really important too you yeah know? like um and that scene was just great anyways because it was nice. can i just say how beautifully shot this whole episode it was? really it was, was it really was those scenes of of him up on the the cliff or the the hill wherever they were yes. when he was riding his bike those are absolutely yes. beautiful and that's one of the things i love the most about broad church in in addition mm-hmm. to everything yeah it was beautifully shot yeah. yes yeah is that it's beautiful to look at and it's beautifully shot and yeah i love that that's part of the show now mm-hmm. i'm like yes thank you mm-hmm. um but yeah like i yeah so even from the beginning. And the thing that I really loved about this, too, is that you got to know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> even Carl. Even Tim Shaw. <laughs> Sarai loves Carl. This is my favorite. Carl is definitely a Hufflepuff. And he is Carl was definitely a Hufflepuff. <laughs> With his little affirmations. He was the sweetest thing. <laughs> he was the sweetest thing. And he's like, hey, I'm important. And of course, I'm here yelling out, you are Carl. Well, and it's so funny because at some point I was like, who does he look like? And I know that I've seen that actor in something. Yeah. But he looked a little bit like Neville. He did. He did. He was quite Neville-y. Um, I loved Carl very much. Yes. I'm important. 
important. <laughs> Carl am, is important. I am valued. <laughs> Somebody out there wants me. I'm and I'm confident. like, no, but it's Tim Shaw. <laughs> is Tim Shaw that thing's name? Because I've heard, I heard like three different things. I yes. heard Skim Shaw. I heard Thim Shaw. <laughs> then I heard Stim Shaw. And then it was like. So I heard Dim Shaw at the end. I think it was Tim Shaw. Tim, I don't I know. Think? I think that's just what the doctor decided to call okay. him. Okay, okay, because he kept saying it over and over again, and I think Tim Shaw is about what we landed on. Um, the teeth thing. The teeth. Ew. And of ew. course, it was like. <laughs> As he's talking about having stolen the teeth and he's taking the mask off, we're in here like, don't be teeth. Don't, don't be teeth. teeth. Don't be teeth. Don't be teeth. Ew, it's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> don't be teeth. This is what's going to happen if you ever get to watch episodes with us. We yell at the TV. So, yes, the today's yelling was don't be teeth. Don't be teeth. <laughs> um, yes, there was lots of there was lots of yelling. I screamed when Nan fell off of uh, the, the tower thing. Mm-hmm. I screamed at that. Um, but even that is so wonderful to feel so invested yes. in the show again. Because remember, towards the end of season 10, it became a slog. Yeah. It was just like, oh, God, like it. It was, I was watching it just so I could talk about it on the podcast. It wasn't fun anymore. This was so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. I was so invested in it. I screamed with joy. I clapped. I yelled. I cried. I definitely clapped. The the doctor's speech about what it feels like to regenerate was so beautiful. That was so beautifully written Um, for such a short piece and such a simple piece. It said so much about regeneration. It said so much about regeneration. And to me, as somebody who's given birth, it said a lot about birth. Mm-hmm. You know, she said there's the moment where you feel like you're about to die and right then you're born. And I remember that, you know, when people say, well, giving birth is like as close as you come to death, which I don't know that that's absolutely true, but you feel like you're going to die <laughs> any, any minute right before birth actually happens. And so that was so poignant for me. Like mm-hmm. I got it. I got that metaphor. I understood what that must feel like mm-hmm. the pain of it. Um, but it was so beautifully was, conveyed. Yes. And then the, the, the part that she, the, the bit after that, mm. when she was mentioning how you still have everything yeah. from like who you were and you're just, what was it? You're striving to be who yeah, you're about to reaching become. For who you're about to become. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so beautiful. That was so beautiful. And I felt like, in that moment, I felt this is what a female doctor is going to be yes. like. Because none of the doctors previous to her have really talked about what regeneration no. is like. Uh, you know, you get a sense that it's painful right. and tiresome, but they never spoke out loud about what it was right. like. And there was something so I was like, yeah, this is what a woman would do. Right. If a woman was the doctor, she would explain to you how things would feel there's there was something so yeah so different and so womanly about that yeah to me yeah the, the idea that everything is out in the open yeah. and it should be yeah. you know like you'd save a lot of heartache if i just tell you what's yeah, happening if, you just, if i just tell you yeah. everything hi i'm an alien <laughs> from the very beginning yeah like uh and i don't I really know it. what my name is and it used to be a white-haired scotsman about a half hour ago <laughs> No, and I think that that's really important because um, when it comes down to it, like 
the doctor as mythical creature, yeah. <laughs> mythical figure. Mm. I, I'm I as having watched Doctor Who for so long, I'm tired of that. You know, mm. it's it's not that um I, I don't feel like it's a, a quintessential part of who he is, you know, yeah. like, or who he, the, they are. They are. Yeah, yeah. Like who the doctor is does not necessarily have to be a mythical creature, yeah. you know? And I think the funny thing is, I really think that they, that Moffat actually established that with Matt Smith. Hmm. Matt Smith, you know, I, I, you know, there are aspects of him, of course, that are a mythical creature, but he was, again, another doctor that was very much out in the open, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, we like that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like the doctor, like, as much as me, Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw, myself, Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. who loves David Tennant, mm-hmm. as much as, you know, I personally appreciate a doctor that's a little up on a pedestal. Yeah. I like not having that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mind not having I that. I like the doctor being touchable. I do. Yes. I do. Um, and I think it's time. I think yeah. it's time to have a doctor who wants to be known. Right. Um, wants friends, wants mm-hmm. a family, and and is ready to kind of open up and lighten up. Right. I think we got the grumpy and heavy aspects of the doctor with Capaldi's run. And I feel like we're we've done we've done that. Yeah, it, it's time. It's time for something a little lighter. It's mm-hmm. time for joy. Mm-hmm. It's time to make adventuring with the doctor fun again. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's also time for a different. Well, I mean, like you're saying, it's it's time for a different dynamic because yeah. very much we see. Um, you know, in the past, we've seen the doctor through the companion's eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's very much the the companion trying to reach out to the doctor. Yes. Well, this doctor reaches back. Yeah. In, in many ways. Yeah. You know? And even, even to Tim Shaw, even to Carl, <laughs> like she's someone who reaches back. She's someone who does. And she's yeah. someone who makes. And I think that's so important. It's funny because like uh, one of the scenes. So my favorite companion of all time is Romana, mm-hmm. um, who was yet who was another time lord mm-hmm. um and i loved the first romana um and then uh the second romana i absolutely adored lala ward who ended up marrying richard dawkins that she met she was introduced to via douglas adams who she worked with on doctor, on doctor. Who, which i love that story but anyways um so the second romana there's a scene in the very iconic episode city of death where um the doctor is talking to someone and in the background she is literally just walking around building stuff and like um at some point like i remember her walking by like carrying a microscope and she comes back and she's the if you haven't seen romana too she looks pretty much like a little kid like she Mm. wears a little like round hat with a ribbon on it um and so i love the idea of this very scientific engineering mind dressed like a kid who Mm. everyone's going to underestimate but she's sitting there and like the fourth doctor and the dude are sitting there talking and she's just walked back and forth like four times and then he's like shouldn't you don't you think we should pay attention to what Romana is doing (laughs) (laughs) right you're sitting here talking to me but she's doing stuff right and so um, I loved that this doctor the Mm. first female doctor was like doing stuff doing it myself yep I'm gonna I bet you I'm pretty good building stuff yeah and does like just build okay if i don't have a sonic i will build one yep um and if i need to find my tardis then i will build something that will blast me in the space (laughs) 
I don't think she intended to take the other three nope. with her, but here we go. No. Um, it was, it, it was a reminder of how brilliant the doctor's mind is. Mm-hmm. It was a reminder that the doctor's civilization was so much more advanced than mm-hmm. ours. Um, and so, yeah, that was, it was very fun to see her discovering herself. Mm-hmm. And she talks about that. Like I'm, I'm reformatting, I'm rebooting and I'm figuring out who mm-hmm. I am. And it was very fun to watch her do that. Yes, we've seen other doctors regenerate, but I feel like this was the first, well, mm, aside from Matt Smith's, I'm going to eat this entire kitchen until I figure yes. out what I like. But <laughs> but this, let me figure out what I can do. Let mm-hmm. me figure out who I am now mm-hmm. was a thing. Yeah, like. Speaking of which, the <laughs> it's been a long time since I've bought women's clothes. Yeah. And I said to myself, you've been a woman before? I mean, of course. Like, yeah. I'm sure maybe the, but we're supposed to have seen all of the doctor's iterations, yeah. right? Well, I mean, we can't. Well, yes, they could have just meant he bought women's clothes because at some point the doctor was a dad. Yes. So maybe he's talking about having bought clothes for his wife yes. or something. But, but we before the first doctor, we have not seen the doctor. Right. So we don't know. We don't. But, you know, I guess I thought, you know, like cats have nine lives and yeah. the doctor supposedly had, what, 12 lives oh, or whatever. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, so the first doctor was the first doctor like Mm -hmm. that. He would not have regenerated before then. So Hmm. when would you have been a woman? So perhaps he, she was only talking about when she had bought clothes for other people. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. I think my headcanon is that she... That that um what was it Red Nose Day um skit with um what's her name Sweetie Darling um from Ab Fab I have no idea Oh my God So yeah they did uh you've seen this right No So they did um a comic release I've seen Ab Fab before Oh but. yeah 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 So um Patsy Patsy yes, Okay Um so uh they did this Ab Fab uh, not sorry this comic relief mm-hmm. um Red Nose Day yeah, skit. I know what Red Nose Day is Yeah, yeah Okay I think. Um, that had, uh, Safi, that had Saffron as Mm -hmm. the, um, the companion to Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean. Wow. And then Rowan Atkinson regenerated to Patsy. (laughs) Ah, okay. So Mr. Bean was supposedly the doctor. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I do know who Mr. Bean is. Yes. Okay. I used to watch Mr. Bean when I was a little girl. (laughs) So I, in my mind, that actually happened. Yeah. I've decided that at some point that happened. Okay. So the doctor was Patsy itself. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, I just that was that was an interesting little tidbit that made me go like, huh? Where were you a yeah. woman before? Yeah. Um but I like that there were all kinds of little lighthearted moments mm-hmm. um throughout that were just so fun. For yeah, me. I mean even the villain's name of Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw. I'm pretty sure I mean it's probably but the fact not that he was name. covered with yeah. teeth. Like yeah. what? What what <laughs> <laughs> Like that, the little affirmations was so cute and sweet. I just like the idea of Ryan's goal is to ride a bike. Yes, which you guys, full revelation, I'm 40 years old and I don't know how to ride a bike. (laughs) Still, so that would have been me 
out on that hill falling yes. from the bike. So yes. yes, I still do not know how. Yeah. Although a group of folks got together and bought me a bike years <laughs> ago that is still in the box in the laundry room because oh, I don't no. know how to ride it. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. All right. What else? What else? The companions. What do yes. we think of the companions? So I don't have a, I like Yaz so far. I don't have a, a I feel like of the companions, I like Ryan the best because mm, I know Ryan the best now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Graham, I think is going to take a while for all of us to get to know mm-hmm. because I think, um, you know, we started the episode with Ryan. Yes. So I think yes. that, you know, we're probably going to take the same journey with Graham yeah. that Ryan does. Yeah. And there were a couple of moments with Graham where I was like, dude. Yeah. Um, particularly when Ryan says, I touched that thing and, you know, that's what came afterward. Mm. And he goes, like, this is a, another thing. You can't ride a bike and now all of a sudden oh, you're touching yeah, this thing. And I kind of missed that. And yeah. I was like, oh, come on, yeah. Graham. And you're wondering why you won't call your granddad right. and stuff. Oh, like, that's when you, you know? said that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Eh, there are a couple little hinky things um, yeah. with Graham for me. I'm ready to give him a chance, though. Yeah, of course. Um. And to see how hard he works mm-hmm. to become an actual granddad yeah. to Ryan. But, yeah. But yeah, I, I love I love Ryan. Yeah. The most, of course. Um, but I'm very excited to see Yaz. I'm excited to see a woman of color. Yes. Um, and who's Asian? Yeah. She's South yeah, Asian. Yeah, she's an Asian woman. Yes. So that, like, this is very exciting. Yeah. This is a very exciting yeah. thing. And it's so funny. The only thing like my take on Yaz so far is I feel like um she reminds me of randomly a little bit of Scully from the mm, X-Files okay. like there's there's All a right. little core of her that seems to be kind of skeptical which mm-hmm. I kind of like you know because mm-hmm. I'm really sick and tired of um well let's be honest I'm really sick and tired of the female companion that's always up for anything like right. I'm just like please Use your brain yes. a little bit. Just yes, somebody who's brain. a normal person who's like, yeah, no, all of this seems really jacked yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, even, you know, like, even when we go back all the way, like, all the um, all the companions have, all the female companions have kind of been like, oh, yeah, I'm up for it, you know, yeah. except for that first episode that Donna was in, um, where yeah. she was like, nope, none of this, <laughs> nope, bye-bye. This is awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, I like the idea that we're going to get a female companion that's yeah. like, like, this is a little mm. weird for me. Yeah. Because wouldn't anybody with in, in their right mind kind of be that like yeah. they would be the person who would be like what in the world <laughs> Sarai is giving me a no thing you would not be the what in the world no, no we wouldn't be, be. oh because we'd be earlier, like earlier I was like if something pops up and I think that is going to be Doctor Who I would have ran yeah and y'all were like no I don't want to go in the TARDIS people die on that thing so no thank you okay She's right. I am not a person in my right mind. And I absolutely would go with the doctor. There's this random, I think it's this shirt um, that I saw years ago when I was still in grad school um, that that was uh, like, it's just this like two scientists standing with like a ladder Mm -hmm. and then up above them is a button like way up above them is a button that says do not press and then underneath it all it says science and i'm like yes (laughs) because usually if there's a button i'm gonna try to press it like what's this (laughs) what does this do pink oops (laughs) 
which is a lot. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the beginning, I'm screaming at the TV, don't touch that. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch it. Of course he touches it. Yes. Which sets everything in motion. Yep. Um, but yes, I mean, Sarai is right. I would run with the doctor. <laughs> Having said that, we actually talked about earlier, like if you scream for the doctor, which one comes? Mm-hmm. And I have decided that whoever, whichever version of the doctor comes is the one you love the most. Yes. So I'm absolutely sure that Tenet would come. Yeah. <laughs> would come for I, me. I would. So if you asked me a while back, um, I probably would have said the fourth doctor because he'd been my favorite. Mm, mm. But I really think that Tenet is overtaking him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tenet will come for us all. Yes. <laughs> Save us, David Tennant. I feel like we should just start yelling that at the air. Save Save us, David Tennant. Tennant. (laughs) He's the only one who can right now. We're in a bit of a mess. (laughs) And we absolutely do need the doctor to come (laughs) and sort all of this out. Um, Although maybe with the state of the world we're in, uh, it is. We need Jody. Yeah, we need Jody. We need the woman to come. I think we absolutely (laughs) need Jody. And it's so funny. So, like, we, we spent a bit of this episode trying to figure out like which of the doctors she was the most mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and it was funny because you you mentioned yeah she, she seemed very tenity yeah she did to me but there's something different and for me like i i'm hmm? it's Matt. it's a little bit she's a little matt too and mm. i like that idea of her just being this fast talking let's do it let's press the button what okay something happened let's <laughs> let me talk until i i figure I out how to figure it this. out yeah. yeah and so i like the idea of her like her being her, i mean obviously it's such an easy thing to say like she's her own doctor but like i like the idea that she's a combination yeah. of two much beloved doctors yeah i like that and you know i think there's a little and it might be the accent but i think there's a little nine in her too a little bit a little bit yeah a little northern yeah um <laughs> but yeah i would i would like to see that i would like to see her showing a little bit of each of her previous you know, her previous versions, mm-hmm. right? Because um, she was Jessica Pauly a half hour ago. Right. Um, okay, by the time the end of this episode, it's been a few days. But yeah. still, she is brand new right. to being this version of the Doctor. And it would be so cool to see little bits of the previous Doctors pop up in her. And I think we I are. love that. Yeah. I think we are. I think we definitely are. And I love that. Because when it, when it comes down to it, I think back to... Um, each doctor's debut episode mm. and i with the ex- exception of tenant who i felt like very much already knew who he was mm. um i feel like all the other doctors took a little while yeah to, to ramp up to their yeah. characters and i don't feel like she is gonna need that at all like no. i feel like this is already and also i don't know like i'm not one to malign anyone else's acting abilities mm. but she's such a good actress. she's a good actress holy yeah. crap like yeah. there's so much in this episode i that i'm like okay i need to watch this 14 more oh, times oh definitely because definitely. i just want to watch her oh yeah like, i'm watching it again oh. tomorrow first thing yeah like, me <laughs> absolutely me too yeah. i'm like <laughs> yeah my husband's gonna walk 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 in and be like Again? Are you serious? Yes. Are you serious? Yes, absolutely. Again? Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to watch it twice more tomorrow. Yeah. I just, I need to, yeah, I need to pick up all the little nuances. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right that she doesn't seem like she needs that kind of ramp up. Right. I feel like I know who her doctor is yep. already at yep. the end of this episode. Yeah. Um, and her doctor is brilliant. Her doctor is um resourceful. Her doctor is 
fun and yes. excited about going on adventure um, and friendly, yeah. much more friendly and warmer than mm-hmm. many of the previous versions of the doctor. Um, she just seems, she seems very welcoming. Yes. And I'm very excited to see who she's going to become. Like if this is who she already is, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to see her fleshed out um, through the season. It's yeah. going to be such a good ride. I'm so glad. I'm so, I'm so glad that this episode did not fail us. Yes, me too. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to next week. I cannot yeah. wait. I'm so excited. I can, just just from the ad, uh, just from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm so, so excited, excited, you yes. guys. So yeah. So let's talk real quick <sighs> before we go about yeah. her costume. Ah, uh, okay. So <laughs> we seem to be a little. Eugenia and I are on ep- opposite ends. <laughs> I do not love it. It feels. What I said earlier was, it feels like animals. It feels very nineteen seventies slash eighties Sesame Street. I. Uh, it feels like PBS Kids for when I was growing up. Like something about it feels very mixed between Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers, kind of to me. Although I see all of the elements from previous doctors that mm-hmm. are being put together um, to build this costume, and I do think that the pieces separately, I all like. I like them all. I don't particularly like them together. The favorite part of the costume is this coat. That coat is fabulous, yeah. and I want one immediately. And I, I, it's so funny. So yes, I can see what, I can see where you're coming from. Because <laughs> pretty much Mork wears that shirt. Yes, yes. But. I do like the shirt though. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's funny because um, as we were talking about her outfit, mm. like prior to hitting record. Yeah. I was like, you know what? My mom would have picked this exact outfit to wear. <laughs> My mom is possibly trying to pick this outfit to wear because she's she's going home to Hong Kong in a couple I think in a couple months mm. and she's asking me all these things like, is chiffon more lightweight than cotton <laughs> and stuff like that? And she always- me stumbling <laughs> but anyways but my mom would have definitely picked yeah. this outfit, everything about it because um a lot of it let me let me go through my mom's my mom's like fashion style because it's kind of funny so my mom is very much like a child of the not a child a woman mm-hmm. of the 70s yes. I guess. like a lot of the clothes that she still has mm-hmm. are from the 70s which is like you know like 10 years before i was born mm-hmm. and so um she pretty much has that shirt mm-hmm. and then for her she can't stand the idea of stepping on her pants she can't because uh, my mom is five feet tall yeah like, exactly so she hates that she cannot stand the idea that she would be in any way um encumbered by mm-hmm. her pants and mm-hmm. so she would definitely wear high waters she specifically currently wears high waters even though all the pants okay so all the pants she buys are too long for her mm-hmm. and then she hems them until they're too short for her <laughs> and then her ankles are sticking out at every single pair of pants that she owns my mom loves suspenders she really does <laughs> and then my mom has been asking me every year she asks me to like um, to find her boots and so I have bought her boots for many birthdays mm-hmm. and then that coat she pretty much already has like it's just shorter you know so my mom would pick this exact yeah. outfit and I'm gonna have this in the back of my mind 
as I watch Jodi. As you watch the doc. Because I'm like, oh, she's like my mom. Don't would be the doctor. And you know, it's so funny because the very first doctor I saw was the second doctor, mm. um, uh, Patrick Troughton, mm-hmm. who I've mentioned before, reminded me of my mom. Yeah. You know, he has a lot of the same sort of gestures she does because she's a fidgety mess. <laughs> Let's face it. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I, there's a part of me that, that loves this outfit because yeah. I know my mom would pick it. Oh, you guys. <laughs> I am just kind of a naturally fancy person. Yes. I'm super fancy and super girly. What so. was the thing on your bio your your facebook thing that says a patron saint of extra yeah like i was yeah it says something like (laughs) goddess of extra patron saint of much or something like that um and so yes so for me i'm like something that makes you look like a girl like i don't i don't know (laughs) and then i'm like i don't know like nothing could really be fitted because she has to move around and she can't wear heels and so it's practical. It's really what the doctor probably should be wearing yes. because the doctor needs movement. Like she right. needs to be able to move and stretch and run and do all kinds of things. And so, all right, fine. Like, <laughs> why do the pants have to be high? Well, like that's the sticking point for me. I think you know what Matt Smith's pants were high. Yes, waters. they were. And so that's why I was like, okay, and he I boots. see it that all of this is just an amalgamation yes. of many different versions of the doctor. Yeah. You know that coat, that stripe. You know, the suspenders, the boots, the high waters. Like, I can see. I see why um, she wound up that way. Because, again, I do think that there's something to say about this doctor that is going to be very much, I'm still all of those previous versions of the doctor. Because there was such a big deal about... um, Oh, no, it's a woman now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you've kind of ruined the history of the doctor. And I think there's very much an attempt to say... No, I am a woman, but I am still all of those previous right. versions of the doctor. So both in the way she plays the doctor and in the way the doctor presents, there's a bit of that. You know, there's yeah. a bit of the call to history. So I get it. <laughs> I will learn to love it. Um, I will say that of all the costumes of the doctors of the since the reboot, mm-hmm. I think even though I really liked it initially, my least favorite was the was peter capaldi's because it felt really well i liked it in the whole like um vampire chic thing mm-hmm. magician chic yeah. thing yeah but it felt so impractical i loved it see again we're on opposite <laughs> i loved it because i thought of all of the doctors he was the most clearly stylish it was really mm. chic and it felt very much like dude who used to be punk and has now grown up like that's what it felt like it felt like you know the elder statesman punk dude Mm. and i loved it like it was an old (laughs) it was an old head rock old head rocker and i loved it so much your rocker chicks yes yes and so yeah when she was running around wearing his clothes i was like she looks really good in capaldi's (laughs) costume um knowing that she was not going to keep it but i loved it so yeah, yeah, I will. I will learn. Yeah. Yes, is a first female doctor. So of course, she would still she would be un- androgynous in her style because she's been a dude before yeah. this. She's sporty spice. So I get it. I get it. You guys like, yeah, yes, she's sporty spice. I'm more posh spice yes, in my are. presentation, but that's okay. 
That's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't have to wear the doctor's clothes, although I want that coat. I covet that mm-hmm. coat. Mm-hmm. And if I find anybody recreating that coat, I am buying that coat. <laughs> if I could get away with those pants and those boots, I would definitely oh wear them. Oh, my God. No, see, I love them. I love them. <laughs> but I would pretty much look like um, terrible. <laughs> like I would look like I would look like I was three feet tall. Yeah, so I would never yeah. do that. Like, and maybe that's my problem with them because cropped pants are not no. good on you when you're four eleven. No. So <laughs> maybe that's my problem with them. Um, but yeah, I, I will. I will grow into. I'll grow into the costume, <laughs> and it will probably evolve. All the doctors, yeah, they initial do. They change. Costumes have yeah, changed, they change so. eventually. Yeah. So you know of course we're calling into being her second seasons and yes. things um yeah and so i'm sure in second season mm-hmm. she will um she will morph a little bit yeah we better get second season there was no theme song no there wasn't mm-hmm. there was no theme song so we don't know what her version of the theme song is going to sound like yet yeah. we do know that it's been composed we know there's a new composer yes. for the theme song a black dude a black dude um but we don't know what her version sounds like well, yet. I think we will hear it next yeah, week. Yeah, I look excited. very, I'm very looking forward to hearing her version of the of <sighs> the theme so song. Funny, I didn't even, I didn't notice, but I didn't. I did not miss notice it. it all till just now. I, I was did, like, <gasps> I didn't. I did notice, but yeah, I yeah, didn't miss yeah, it. right, because it just jumped us right into the episode. <laughs> um, so yeah something to look forward to next week what will her version of the theme song sound like exciting sarah do you have more things that you want to add to this episode i thought they should have went into the guy with the big ear sister like they didn't talk about her a lot oh yeah like they started talking about her you know and she disappeared and the guy took her and all that but like i wanted to learn more about her i mean i guess she died like he just killed them, right? Well, so they were saying that there was some kind of trophy. Yeah, case and he that just helped, left them there yeah, to that, rot. To yeah. rot, yeah. Yeah. So oh, Stimshaw that took her and she's I guess she's a trophy somewhere. Now whether or not she died immediately, I guess we don't know that. Yeah. But. I wonder if they're gonna we're gonna see this race again. Yeah. And see Never know. Their... This is a new this is a new monster, oh, yeah. 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 I don't remember what their name was. It's Vestra? He said it, Ces- but I don't remember. Cessna? I don't remember what don't he remember. said. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, clearly the focus of this episode was really them. You know, yeah. And not yeah. The it wasn't really about one. the monster. It was Which about them gelling as a team. Yeah. Right. I'm okay with so, that. So, yeah. Because well, we don't really care <laughs> about yeah, that sorry, monster. It was care. very much about introduce us to all of these yeah. new people who are going to be on the TARDIS. So, yeah. Anything else? <laughs> that no nothing else from the teenager she has given us um her input for the day yeah all right eugenia anything else from you no i think that's it i'm so excited for this season. we are so excited you guys we really loved this first episode we hope you loved it too we hope you're as excited as we are um to see jody as our new doctor yay, yay. first woman doctor we yay. are so pleased um so Stay with us. Ride with us for the rest of the season. You know we'll be back. You know we'll have more to say. But for now, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But we we got to. to. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Yes. Insert whoosh noise here. (laughs) (laughs) Tardis noise. (laughs) This is my terrible impression. That was really good, actually. (laughs) Yay! Okay.
Hey. <笑><笑><笑>我不带，你就是 Hey。Hey 呀。Back back 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 again. What's up? <笑> okay, you know that's going into. Oh my、now. god. It's gonna be at the end. All right, fine. Okay. That'll be the blooper reel. <笑>